are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in on this Monday morning. Boy, Bachelor in Paradise has been more interesting since the finale aired on Thursday than probably the whole season combined. A lot going on that we're going to get to talk about. Uh, I'm going to give a few other thoughts on the Dave Neal, Laura Owens situation. Something that I cannot believe I brought up to this point. Somebody mentioned it to me, and I was like, that's a great point. I wanted to share it. And then we're going to talk about the F-Boy Island finale on Friday night, in case you didn't see that. So we'll get to all that momentarily. Okay, so the big story over the weekend happened on, first happened on Friday, then we got an update on Saturday, and then we got a follow-up on Sunday. What am I talking about? That is the Avon and Kylie relationship. After the finale aired on Thursday night, everyone's expecting for people to take to social media to kind of give an update on what has happened in their relationship. Are they still together? Are they not? Avon and Kylie were two of the first people to post, and they did one of those co-posts where they both posted it on their Instagram feed. And it was a curated picture, clearly a, um, a photo shoot setup of them on the couch and Avon looking at her and smiling, and Kylie looking back at him and smiling. And it said, if you believe in something, it's worth fighting for. Don't give up on what really matters, and the only thing that matters is you. Very sweet post. That lasted all of about 24 hours until Kylie took to her Instagram story on Saturday night and wrote this. Following our relationship announcement yesterday, I want to thank my God he did not allow me to live another day in the dark. In the last 24 hours, I have been grasping with the fact that one of the most important relationships in my life has dissolved due to multiple infidelities. This is not just a show, but my real life and for the foreseeable future, I will be in a time of healing and trying to put the puzzle pieces of my life back together. Please respect my privacy at this time. Love you all. Kylie. So when we read that on Saturday night, we just assumed, whoa, once they posted the picture, clearly women who thought they were either exclusively dating Avon or maybe they even knew that he was seeing others did not know that I guess he was with Kylie. So they immediately contacted Kylie. I'm assuming this based on what she wrote. I think it was pretty obvious because... You wouldn't post a picture of the two of you together and then 24 hours later say, in the last 24 hours, I have been grasping at the fact that one of the most important relationships in my life has dissolved due to multiple infidelities. So seemingly, a number of women came forward to Kylie and said something. Uh, We don't know what. She didn't share any receipts. She didn't share anything. So as we left Saturday night, it was a he said, she said. But I think most people would tend to believe Kylie. I don't think she would shut something down, a full relationship down in 24 hours if she didn't have proof of something. Well, Avon posted yesterday in response to what Kylie wrote, and he said this. After careful thought and consideration into writing this, I want to first and foremost apologize to Kylie, my family, and my friends for my actions. I have made major mistakes in the relationship, and hurt someone who was very close to me. At this time, I am in an extremely, extremely low place trying to work on myself. 
I am doing my best to find healing, find myself, and be a better person. Please have grace and respect for Kylie and her family through this difficult time. Thank you. So, in a first, kind of, Avon basically owned up to it and said, yeah, because we've seen this in the past. Somebody comes out in this franchise and accuses somebody they were dating or in a relationship with or even in engagement with and says they did this. Immediately, the other person says, you don't know the full story. There's two sides to every story. And Avon actually didn't say that. I was stunned. If you actually heard me go on Dave Neal's YouTube show on Saturday night when him and his wife Tasha were making gingerbread houses, I even said, like, well, I'm sure we're going to get a statement from Avon at some point, and I can't believe he's just going to come out and say, yep, you got me. But that's essentially what he did. He didn't make any excuses. He said he's going to work on himself, and that's all you can really ask in that position. Now, this doesn't make him a good guy. I mean, is the bar set so low in this franchise where we're saying points for owning up to it? <laughs> like, Is that where we're at with this franchise, that you are actually not considered a bad guy because you actually own up to your own faults? Because that's where it seems like we're at. Not saying that people are giving Avon um, grace or anything. Like Clearly he made a mistake. But when we say at least he owned up to it, like that's the bar that these guys in Bachelor Nation have set because most never do. Most continue to fight, a la Brandon Jones. And oh yeah, how coincidental, ironic, you want to call it, whatever you want to call it, the fact that the last two years, relationships that have ended in Bachelor in Paradise or started on Bachelor in Paradise and ended after the show had a guy with the last name of Jones cheating on a woman with the last name of Russell. <laughs> what are the odds of that? Brandon Jones cheating on Serene Russell. Avon Jones cheating on Kylie Russell. I mean, <laughs> man, if you go on the show in the future and your last name is Jones or Russell, just stay out of any relationship, please. Let's spare us all. So then the question now comes, well, is Avon really sorry? Look, like I say, when anybody releases any sort of statement, at the time that he's released the statement, which was yesterday, it's just words. It's just words right now. Because if he goes back to being an F-boy and he goes back to not even caring, and this was just more about his public image to get people on his side, and look, I took accountability. I didn't make excuses. I owned up to it. That's great. But if you don't change your behavior in your future, nobody's going to care about this statement. And we won't know. Only time will tell for Avon. Because you can also look at it another way. Is he apologizing because he's sorry for what he did to Kylie? Or is he apologizing because he got caught? Because you're like, well, why didn't you make this apology before you got caught? Why didn't you just come out and admit you were cheating on Kylie? You know, you can say that for anybody. You know, Kobe Bryant. I mean, just taking all the big cheaters in the history of the world. All the men that have cheated that gave statements and held press conferences to talk about their infidelities and stuff like that. Yeah, that's great and all. But you're only... You know, Tiger Woods, obviously, was one of the bigger ones in the history of the world. Yeah, you're only coming out now because you were caught. If you were really sorry, one, you wouldn't have done it in the first place, or two, once you did it, you would have said, you know what, I'm doing the wrong thing here. I need to hold a press conference to tell everybody I'm cheating on my wife or cheating on my girlfriend or cheating on my fiance. They never do that. Has anybody in the history of the world ever done that? No. 
you only admit to it when you get caught. And some don't even admit to it when they get caught. They just kind of go along with it, try and pretend that it wasn't them or you don't know what you're talking about and just try and dance around it and try and gaslight the woman. So I guess if we're going to get uh, if we're going to award any points here, maybe Avon gets a few points like, I don't know, one or two when, you know, for, for his statement by not combating it, by not saying there's two sides to every story. By not saying she's lying, you don't know what you don't know the other half. Like, no, I mean, some credit, I guess, for that. But like I said, with any statement, it's just let's wait and see. Let's see if his behavior changes. And if he never goes on the show again, are we ever really going to know if his behavior changes? You know, because if he's let's just say he's out and about in San Diego and he's, you know, messing around with a bunch of different women and it, and it continues Unless it happens with women in the franchise, we're never going to know about it. So he kind of gets off scot-free here. Other than, I guess, any other future woman that dates Avon, if they want to Google him and they don't know about his past, they will see this story now and maybe be a little more hesitant. But us as the public, us as the Bachelor Nation public, are we really, truly ever going to know if Avon's behavior is going to change going forward? No, we're not. Because even if someone came to me two months, three months, six months down the road and, you know, two different women came to me and said, hey, Steve, we just found out uh, that Avon was seeing both of us. I wouldn't run with that story because they probably wouldn't be Bachelor Nation related. And he's not relevant anymore in terms of this franchise, which is ironic because this is the guy that was calling out Olivia on Twitter. Remember when he was calling her a night one girl and basically told her to shut up and her words didn't mean anything because she only lasted one episode on um, on Zach's season. Was that Zach? Yeah. So <laughs> kind of ironic. This all came back to bite Avon in the butt. I have no idea if this guy's a good guy or not. What I will say, and I said it on Dave's show, and I think I said it in the past before, when Avon was asked to come back to the After the Final Rose last year for Gabby and Rachel, when Rachel was on the couch with Tino and they brought Avon out and he asked her to go on a date, I know 100% that Avon had a girlfriend at that time. So, and it didn't mean, look, if he never went out with Rachel, it doesn't matter. I don't think he ever did. So it's not like he cheated on her or anything. Or, But the whole idea of this guy just kind of does maybe what production wanted him to do. This is what I mean. Like, again, putting putting contestants on pedestals because of something you see on an edited television show is probably something you shouldn't do. I don't do it for any of them. I don't care what their edit looks like. So I think we just keep that in mind moving forward. I hope Avon learned his lesson. I hope he treats women differently. I hope he te- treats relationships differently moving forward. But are we truly ever going to know? Not really. And that's unfortunate. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences 
each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now, the other two that people are asking about are obviously Aaron and Eliza. And at the end of the show on Thursday night, on the screen, it said they had hit a speed bump in their relationship and they were working on things. Well, we are now here on Monday and neither Aaron or Eliza, a couple that got engaged on Bachelor in Paradise, which filmed back in June and had to sit on this for five months, neither of them have posted anything to show they are together. It's really hard to believe that they're together. I've heard that, you know, before Thursday night when it said they've hit a speed bump in the relationship, I had heard that they were having problems. And the fact that neither of them, I mean, look, put it this way. <laughs> if Aaron and, uh, and Eliza were going really good right now and they were still happy and they were still engaged, when the finale aired on Thursday night after five months of having to keep it secret, don't you think the first thing you would have done is run to the internet and run to your Instagram page to update everybody on, hey, we're good. Here is us together. Here is us doing this. Here is us doing that. Here were pictures we took together in the last five months while we've had to keep it quiet. They didn't do any of that. So I'd be stunned if these two are still together. It just doesn't make any sense. You would let people know you're together if you were together. So I don't see that happening. We saw other couples. We saw Braden and Christina. All they've done is post all weekend together. And they weren't even a couple from the show. The other one which has people scratching their head is Kat and John Henry. Because seemingly, if I remember correctly, didn't both of them post something? I don't know if it was on their feed or if I don't know if it was on their Instagram story. But both of them posted pictures which kind of chronicled them being together in the last five months. Like having to keep it secret, but she's out in Virginia and they took pictures like on a hike and stuff like that. But then those disappeared and neither of them, again, have posted anything since then. So... Your guess is as good as mine on Kat and John Henry. I hadn't heard they were broken up, but they haven't really solidified anything on social media since the finale aired, unless I've missed something. But I've seen both. I think I follow both of them on Instagram. And outside of like the next day, they both posted stuff, but then it was taken down. One of them deleted it, if not both. So... Look, we know how couples are on this show, especially couples that want to let us know they're together. They will post their pictures, and they will post them often. Kat and John Henry have literally been engaged since June. The finale was on Thursday, and yet again, here we are on Monday, and outside of a couple pictures that went up but then were deleted, they've posted nothing to let anybody know what's going on with them. I think Kat posted some pictures on FaceTimes with her girlfriends, John Henry has posted stuff that didn't involve Kat. So your guess, again, is as good as mine. Aaron and Eliza, I'm 99.9% sure, are done. Kat and John Henry, I don't know if they're done, but they're not really giving people a lot of hope. You could be like, well, maybe they're trying to be more private about their relationship. Really? 
Cat Izzo, you honestly think she wants to be quiet if she's in a relationship after the edit that she got this season and how she came across to a lot of people? I can't imagine that's the case. But it could be the reverse psychology. Maybe she is so upset by the way everybody hates on anything she does, and anytime she posts something, people are going to have their negative comments, that she's just like, fuck it, I'm not going to post with John Henry. Why? So people can shit on us? I guess that's a possibility. I don't know. Maybe that's why they deleted it. But they have posted very little since Thursday, and you're an engaged couple, and you have been since June. I mean, you would think the first chance you could get, you'd tell everybody and scream from the mountaintops, hey, look at us. Look at us together. They did have pictures that went up. Can't remember if it was on their Instagram feed or Instagram stories, but those are gone now. So I guess we're just going to have to, it's more of a uh, wait and see approach. All right. I want to talk real quickly about the Dave Neal and the Laura Owens story. Laura Owens, the one accusing Clayton of being pregnant with his twins. And you know, my whole thoughts on this, I went off on it Friday for the first 15 minutes of the podcast and You know, did I get a little bit upset? Absolutely. And are there a lot of things behind the scenes that you guys still don't know? Yes. But for the most part, you know where I stand on this. I just have never believed from the beginning any of this story. And to this day, seven months into her pregnancy, I don't believe she is pregnant. That's just my opinion based on the information she has given me. I'm not just throwing this out there willy-nilly. I do not believe she's pregnant. And I haven't gotten any proof that she's pregnant. And one of the things that really bothered me, and I went off on it, one of the parts that I went off on on Friday, was her telling Dave Neal in an email that if I were to harm myself, the blood is on your hands, which is a very, very manipulative statement to make to somebody. It is very about as low as you can get. And it's also something that, to me, once again, another feather in the cap of why I don't believe she's pregnant, because... If you say that to somebody, and look, there are um, stories out there that she's used this and weaponized this exact same line in the past to get what she wants. Like, hey, if you don't do this for me, I might harm myself. I might do this. I might do that if you don't give me this. I'm not even talking about that. I have no idea. I'm talking about what she wrote to Dave in an email because I have the email in my possession. She wrote it. If I were to harm myself, the blood would be on your hands. Okay? So she says that. Well, like I said, another reason why I don't believe she's pregnant, because really, let's just say you go through with that. You realize you're taking two other people with you, right? Do I honestly think that this woman is that selfish, so selfish that because she doesn't like the way Dave Neal has covered her and covered this story, that she would harm herself, which in turn means she's also harming two babies inside of her. The answer to that for me is no. I don't believe that for a second. And if her response to that is, oh, no, 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 I'm talking about after I deliver, even more so. So you're that selfish that you would harm yourself after the fact and leave two children motherless? Really? You guys, I, I don't know how many other ways to say this, but it, it, she's the one that says these things. I'm not making stuff up. This is in an email. And I'm sorry. I don't care if she said it in the past. She said it to Dave. And 
first off, it's very manipulative, very manipulative to say that to somebody because it paints you as the victim. And then if someone calls you out on it, you're just like, what an asshole. Look at me. I'm struggling and they're making fun of me. It's like, no, we're not making fun of you. Nobody wants you to harm yourself, but you can't weaponize harming yourself so somebody will cover you better. I'm sorry, that's not the way it works. And if you harm yourself, that's probably meaning you're going to harm two babies inside you, which you claim you have. Really? You're willing to do that? Well, you said it to Dave in an email, and if you're pregnant, that means it would happen. Not buying it. Not buying it one second. And finally, to wrap it up here, F-Boy Island aired on Friday night. We saw the breakdown of everything that happened. Katie ended up picking Vince. They split the fifty, the hundred thousand, got fifty thousand each. Danny ended up picking Christian. They split the hundred thousand, and Hallie picked Mercedes. The power went to him. He decided not to keep the money, and they split the hundred thousand. So, all three women got fifty thousand out of this. I haven't heard anything in regards to Hallie and Danny, what their relationship has been post show. I don't even know if they're together. But everyone was asking Katie because Katie did a Q&A on either Friday night or Saturday in regards to Vince. And it was the one question she was getting asked over and over. Are you and Vince still together? And she said no. And then she also said, if reality TV ever comes calling, dating reality TV, someone please basically um, slap me in the face or whatever she said. Like, basically, don't let, don't let me do this anymore. I'm over for 3. You know, three times I've yet to find love. She did not go into any reasons why she picked Vince, or not why she picked Vince, but why she is no longer with Vince. She didn't give any reasons. We did find out that the reason she has been off social media for the last three weeks is because of, let me get this right, because I took a, she said, because someone, one of the questions she was asked was, I was, uh, they asked, where, where did you disappear to? Because she hasn't been on social media for three weeks. And she said, I was experiencing something called acute stress disorder, distru- acute stress disorder, and stepped away. And when the time is right, I'll share my story. Thankful for those close to me who continue to help me navigate everything. So when we, when she wants to speak about it, she will. There's no reason to, you know, speculate, guess at this point because now she has actually come out and said acute stress disorder. We just don't know what triggered it. I'm sure we will in due time, so we'll let her tell that. We have no idea if it has anything to do with Vince. We have no idea if it has anything to do with the show itself. We don't know. And speculating would be reckless reckless at this point. Um, she did post a lot of pictures with Vince, like post-filming. They did go to Vegas together. We can clearly see that in one of her videos. So it doesn't seem like this centers around Vince. I don't think it has anything to do with him, but, I mean, I don't know. She will tell us in due time on her schedule, not on ours. And I'm fine with that. Now, the question then becomes, well, Steve, you've told us you know who the three leads are for next season of F Girl Island, which we don't have a start date yet. CW hasn't announced anything yet. But F Girl Island filmed right after F Boy Island this season filmed back in July uh, in the same place. And there were three male leads, and we're going to have – Half women are going to be F girls. Half women are going to be um, nice girls. As for the three guys, I've known, you know, since this summer who the three leads were. I don't know if I can say anything just yet. Let me let me see. I mean, I, I told you how everything kind of went down 
with F Boy Island this year. Um, so I, I let me just see if I can say anything and get it out there. But um, yeah, familiar faces uh, as part of the three leads for sure. I don't think I'm breaking any news there, but who is it is a different story. So we just need to, you know, I'll, I'll see if I can say anything. We'll leave it at that. But yeah, I have not looked. I don't follow Hallie or Danny on Instagram. I don't know what they have posted since Friday. Maybe they have already posted and said, you know, I'm no longer with Mercedes. I'm no longer with Christian. I have no idea. But I can't imagine. I mean, Mercedes is just making out like a bandit on these shows. Just like, hey, I'll just come on F-Boy Island every season you have one, and I'll convince the girl to pick me and split it with her. Like, two years in a row now, he's gone on as an F-Boy, yet could have taken the money both times and decided, nope, I'll split it. So maybe he's, like, leaning towards being a nice guy. I don't know. Maybe we'll get Mercedes on the podcast at some point and kind of ask him how he pulls this off every season. And if there's another season of F-Boy Island, is he going to go on again and try and court one of the lead women? Because he seems to have a very good power and influence over these women to where they pick him knowing he's an F-Boy. And yet he's gotten picked both seasons. Last season it was Louise. Remember Louise picked Mercedes over Benedict. Benedict was the nice guy. Mercedes was the F-boy, and Louise still picked Mercedes, and he split the money with her. But then they didn't last. Yet, <laughs> now Hallie had no choice because both of her final, EJ was an F-boy as well. So she lost the power the second she had two F-boys in her final two. In fact, she had three F-boys in her final three. She had no power left. She just had to convince one of them, essentially, please split the money with me, and Mercedes did. So maybe he is leaning more towards being a nice guy. I don't know. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. Had a good weekend in the NFL. And still have two plays that are going tonight. But good weekend in the NFL so far. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.